Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We thank you for bearing with us this morning. We apologize for the lateness of the time. But we definitely do welcome you to uh, Power and Glory Morning Intercession. We are True Life Ministries. And we give glory to God for you this morning and for him allowing us to open our eyes and live and move and have our being. Um, definitely visit our website. And I don't want to go ahead and go forward without at least letting you know or reminding you that we do have the baptism coming up in June of 2017. For more information, please visit, again, our website at www.truelifeministriesinc.org. Again, that's truelifeministriesinc.org. You may also visit uh, Facebook and look for True Life Ministries. When we are there, uh, look for uh, baptism 2017. Will you be a witness? And with all of that said, uh, again, we are True Life Ministries under the leadership of our elder pastor, Gregory Hughes. Amen. So we do bless God for him. Uh, and we shall now go forth with uh, Naomi's, I'm sorry, Naomi's word and power and glory morning in the session. And with all of that said, good morning, Dr. Arrington. Good morning, Elder Angelia. Good morning, everyone. Uh, this is one of those days. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. 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 Again, good morning and welcome to Naomi's Word. We are here to bring you, our listeners, words of inspiration, encouragement, to motivate and to help guide you in all wisdom and in all truth. As we know here at Naomi's Word, God will provide in word and in deed. The intent and mission of our sessions is to give further understanding about how God operates. We learn just how he speaks to his people as he relays to them his plan for their lives. Because he is the God of purpose, know that as he reveals his plan to us, he is also revealing himself. He is God, and we are operating in the timing that he created for this earth, for us, his creation. God is infinite. He doesn't need time to do his will. We do. We require the element of time in order for our lives and purposes to be processed. Because he, of his love for you and for me, he also sent to us the believer, the Holy Spirit. He is available to us 24-7. He is ready to take us to the places that God has already planned and prepared for us to go. It is in your now time that he reveals himself to you, the believer, and the plans that he has for you. He gives to each of us challenges, opportunities, and situations to deal with so that we will learn to trust him in and through all things. What he has placed in our hearts and minds, we are to use as stepping stones toward the predestined, preordained path that he has chosen for us. He tells us and reminds us in his word that we are to apply our now faith and to believe what he has said to us concerning his plans for our lives. It is in this process that we must continue to walk as we faith our way to his purpose for our lives. Never forget that life is a process toward our living. Once again, life, it is a process, and your participation is required in your own life just show up? After all, we know that Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. 
He showed up for you, and he showed up for me. Amen. His word says in Hebrews three fourteen through 16, for we believers have become partakers of Christ, sharing in all that the Messiah has for us. We only, if only we hold firm to our newborn confidence, which is which originally led us to Him until the end. While it is said today, while there is still opportunity, if you hear His voice, do not harden your heart, as when they provoked me in the rebellion in the desert at Meribah. He is letting you know in advance to expect him to speak to you. In fact, God is speaking right now. Are you listening? As you prepare to hear today's message, as a reminder, never forget to put on the most offensive weapons of choice available to the believer, the whole armor of God. It is found in Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Also, consider these scriptures. Create in me a clean heart of God. Renew a right spirit within me, Psalms 51, 10 through 13. And trust in the Lord with all of your heart, Proverbs 3 and 5. As you study to show yourself approved, speak and meditate on these and any other scriptures that come to, your, come to heart and to your remembrance as often as you need to. Know and understand that we are not alone in our doings. As believers in the body of Christ, know that God is for us, with us, and that we also, Father God, must remember that we must be about your business. With that said, let's begin. Our title is a continuing title. It's talking about God wants your focus back on him. The topic today is praying to win. It's speaking about prayer changes things. Scripture is 1 Corinthians 2, 9 through 11. And this is in the Amplified. Uh, I'm sorry, it's 9 and verse 11. It says, but just as it is written in Scripture, things which are, which the eye has not seen and the ear has not heard and which have not entered the heart of man, all that God has prepared for those who love him, who hold him in affectionate reverence, who obey him, and who gratefully recognize the benefits that he has bestowed. In verse 11, for what person knows the thoughts and motives of a man except the man's spirit within him? So also no one knows the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the Holy Spirit, who is from God, so that we may know and understand the wonderful things freely given to us by God. We also speak of these things, not in words, though, or supplied by human wisdom, but in those taught by the Spirit, combining and interpreting spiritual thoughts and spiritual words for those being guided by the Holy Spirit. Our focus today, again, we're still talking about God wants our focus back, but we're also talking about praying to win. Prayer changes things. The question to you is, are you listening to the voice of God so that when so that when he speaks to you, you can hear and identify his voice in and through all things. He not only wants to bring his people back into order, he wants to place us in the positions for the prepared and the effect ministry, an effective ministry that he has called us to. We need his help. In order for his business to do his business on, be, on his behalf, we need his divine direction and guidance. 
in order to possess the courage to become. Do you have the courage to be still and to listen for the voice of God? Only you could answer that question. What is in your hands, in your spirit that you can use or that you need to get rid of? We are now about to witness with our own hearts, mind, and eyes days that we have never seen before, opportunities and challenges that we have never had or experienced. Know that only you must have the faith to unlock the door to the real you. Isn't it amazing how regardless of the events and experiences that have transpired during the seasons of our lives, that life continues to go on with and without your permission or participation. You must be willing to sacrifice whatever it takes to get lined up to the word of God for your life. You must choose to be a willing participant. As his creation, you have got to show up as the real, authentic you. God wants to see his glory come out of you. No one else can do or be you. Only you have your assignment. Learn to be you. Listen to and for his voice. As believers believe from their soul and spirit that prayer changes things, when I learned to pray with others about the things that concerned me, I found myself praying more and more with greater direction and purpose. I come to see that wonderful thing happening in my life, not only because I was being prayed for, but also because I was also learning to pray for others. With this said, understand that the Lord knows our hearts. When we pray earnestly and in the manner of what the word calls the effectual, fervent prayer of the righteousness, know that in order to be effective, you must pray your prayers being specific and directed. Directed means the needs are defined. In your prayers, you must make your petitions and make them made known to God. Understand that God hears our prayers and knows before we speak what we are about to say. Therefore, we must be specific, be, be specific, because you are a member of the body of Christ, saved, sanctified, and filled full with the, his Holy Spirit. You must ask what you want in Jesus' name. One of the reasons why Christians do not spend much time in prayer is that they feel that they're inadequate in their praying or that their prayers are not effective. In other words, they feel or question in themselves, who am I? that Almighty God will hear my prayer. But the truth of the matter is that the word of God assures us that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. James five thirteen through 16 says, Is anyone among you suffering? He must pray. Is anyone joyful? He is to sing praises to God. Is anyone among you sick? He must call for the elders, spiritual leaders of the church, and they are to pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will restore one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to one another, your false steps, your offenses, and pray for one another that you may be healed and restored. The heartfelt and persistent prayer of the right, of a righteous man, a believer, can accomplish much when, when put into action and made effective by God. It is dynamic and can have tremendous power. 
as I was preparing for this message, I came across some excerpt messages pertaining to our topic. An example of the value and power of prayer and standing in faith uh, by Evangelist Joyce Myers in an article that was called The Truth About Prayer, it talks about what it is and how it works. This particular message opens up by saying that Smith Mick Wigglesworth, and some of you are familiar with him, born June 1859 until March 12, 1947, he was a British evangelist and a faith healer who was important to the early history of Pentecostalism. He was a great preacher, but before he was a preacher, he was a plumber who wasn't a Christian, nor a very nice man. Fortunately for him, he had a godly wife. He didn't want her to go to church, but she went anyway. When she did, he'd lock her out of the house, and when she came home, she'd have to sleep out on the back porch. In the morning, he'd unlock the door, and she'd come in and say, Good morning, Smitty, and make him breakfast. She was a godly example for him. She prayed for him, and God gave her the grace to be good to him in spite of his rude behavior. It is said that at that time, he did not even know how to read. Because she continued to be so good to him, he eventually came to know the Lord and was radically changed. As a result, he became one of the greatest preachers who ever lived. A quote of Smith Wigglesworth says, We have a big God. We have a wonderful Jesus. We have a glorious comforter. His canopy is over you and will cover you at all times, preserving you from evil. Under his wings shalt thou trust. The word of God is living and powerful, and in its treasures you will find eternal life. If you dare trust this wonderful Lord, the Lord of life, you will in him everything you will find in him everything you need. Amen. Now that is the power of a prayer. In this case, it was a praying wife. Joyce Myers continues on to say another reason why and that you sh- we should pray not only for ourselves but also for others, you must first understand what prayer that prayer is really necessary. It can be simply said, but be specific. Prayer never has to be complicated. Prayer is simply a conversation with God. It's asking him to meet your need or someone else's. It's praising him and thanking him. It's about committing things to him and consecration of things to him. We need to pray about everything and anything. Let's be honest. Many of us can spend hours a day on our cell phones and always have something else to say. Many times we are complaining about the status of our lives. We are very specific about what the problems are when we are speaking to others that can do nothing about them. But when it comes to speaking to God, when it comes to speaking to God, to tell God all about what we need, we can hardly think of anything to say to him or how to cast our cares according to the word of God. 1 Peter 5, 6 through 9 says, Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, set aside self-righteous pride, so that he may exalt you to a place of honor in his service at the appropriate time, casting all your cares, all your anxieties, all your worries, and all your concerns once and for all on him. For he cares about you with deepest affection and watches over you very carefully. Be sober, 
well-balanced and self-disciplined. Be alert and cautious at all times. That enemy of yours, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, fiercely hungry, seeking someone to devour. But resist him. Be firm in your faith against his attack, rooted, established, immovable, knowing that the same experience of suffering are being experienced by your brothers and sisters throughout the world. You do not suffer alone. That is why we need to pray for one another. Understand everyone is going through something at some time or another, some more severe than others, and some just may be just being able to stand in faith, and we need to pray for one another in faith. I think some people don't pray much because they don't understand how powerful prayer really is. The truth is it's one of the greatest privileges we have as Christians. When we pray, we open the door for God to come into our problems and situations and work on them. Prayer makes us partners with God, and while we can't really change people and make them love God, he can minister to their hearts and he can reach them. I also believe that prayer is easier than we think it is, it is it, and it can be so much a part of our life that we don't even realize how much we are praying. It's kind of like breathing air. Between praying uh, to him and thanking him all the time, you just really don't know how much you're doing it. What makes prayer so powerful? As we learned in James 5, 16 through 19, the Bible teaches us that the earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. Prayer is passionate. It's about sincerity of heart and putting your whole heart into it. You must understand that prayer doesn't have to be, once again, eloquent along, and prayer isn't better if it's loud or if you're on your knees folding your hands or bowing your head. It's good to humble yourself, but it's not your posture or how long you pray that makes it effective. I remember a time when God challenged me to ask for what I wanted and needed in the least amount of words possible. This was hard at first. For example, when we do something wrong, it's hard to just say, God, I know that that was wrong, and I admit it. I ask you to forgive me. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Instead, it's common and comes out something like this. Oh, God, I need you to forgive me. God, forgive me. Please, God, forgive me. Oh, God, you've got to forgive me. Please, God, I promise not to do it again. Okay? Hebrews 11.6 says that faith pleases God, and if we believe he exists and seek him, he will reward us. We don't have to, we don't have to beg and plead with him to help us. God is a good God. He loves you and wants what is best for you. Spend time with God. Talk to him sincerely and honestly. Cast your cares on him. To Then find out what he wants to do and then follow his lead. Here's another article here. It has to do with simple prayer and simple, simple life. It says it is to ask God with a sincere heart. Uh, Joyce Meyer says that prayer is simply walking to talking to God, and you can pray anytime, anywhere, all day long, and he will answer. She used to think that there was always something lacking in her prayers. She often struggled with feelings of doubt, fear, and lack of confidence that God even heard her at all. 
I used to have feelings like this and would think, maybe I didn't say the right thing or, or pray long enough or my words weren't eloquent enough. It was so frustrating because I didn't want to waste time, wondering if it was doing any good. After I pray, I want to know that God is working and my prayers make a difference. However, things all changed for her when she realized two important things. The first thing she learned is that all people have to do is ask God in a sincere heart. That's dialoguing with him. It's exciting to get the revelation that God loves us, cares for us, and wants to help us. But we have to we have a part to do in getting the things God has for us. We have to ask. At, says Myers, now it's important to understand that we have to ask for God's will to be done, not just for things we think we want or should have apart from him. Again, it's important to understand that we must ask of God for the things that are within his will to be done. When people ask for things that would only cause rift between them and God, it is said that the prayer will not be answered. God refuses these prayers because it only causes rift and conflicts in your life. She says, adding that many times people think that they need certain material things that will only make them feel jealous, envy, or responding negatively. But the reality is only God can give us what we are longing for in our hearts. He alone is a source of righteousness, peace, and joy. And we will never enjoy life until we learn to abide in him and trust him to do what's best for us, she explains. The second realization is that people have to pray for God's will. To abide means to live, dwell, and remain. It's not just spending time with God on Sunday morning and then going through your week doing what you want apart from him. God wants to do life with us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday too. It's said that it is always an amazing privilege to talk to God, and this is why she encourages Christians to come to him with humility and open their hearts up to him. Pray about everything that's on your heart and keep it simple. Remember, prayer is simply talking to God, and you can pray anytime, anywhere, all day long, and he will answer. Romans eight twenty four through 27 says, For in this hope we are saved by faith, but hope, the object of which is seen, is not hope. For who hopes for what he already sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait eagerly for it with patience and composure. Our victory is in Christ. Verse 26, in the same way, the Spirit comes to us and helps us in our weakness. We do not know what prayer or to offer or how to offer it as we should. But the Spirit himself knows our need and at the right time. He intercedes on our behalf with signs and groanings too deep for words. And he searches the hearts, knows, and he knows what the kind mind of the Spirit is. God searches the heart because he knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because the Spirit intercedes before God on behalf of God's people in accordance with God's will. It's time for you to show up in your life in time and in, your, in his amazing glory. 
the power of God that is within you. You have to listen and know when he is calling you and when he is talking to you. Understand, he will answer prayer, but will you be listening? Each day that we are here brings new opportunities for the believer to understand who he or she is in him, what you possess in him, and because your relationship with him, he desires that you allow him to manifest himself into and through you. Only you can do and be you. You must desire in your heart to do and be in his perfect will for your life. As a chosen vessel, you are unique whole and complete, only in him. Let's face it, you are the man in your mirror. And remember the scripture of Isaiah, do not remember the former things or ponder the things of the past. Listen carefully, I am about to do a new thing. Now it will spring forth. Will you be aware of it? I will even put the road, put a road for you in the wilderness. At this time, you must understand that in order to pursue the face of God concerning your life, you must understand that it takes courage to be who God called you to be. He is calling for you to be different, to act different, and to make a difference. By choosing Christ and committing to walk, talk, and live your life as a Christian, it requires special courage, and only he can give that to you. Remember to follow your heart. Stand up for what is right. Expand your horizons, letting go of the familiar or the stranger within. Pursue your face in the mirror and pursue the face of God. Do you believe that you were here and sent here on this earth to make a difference? Then you must reimagine your possibilities. As it is understood, you must remember that the starting point for dealing with one's own issues in, in life after we have confessed our sins, is to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Ask, which is in prayer, to be filled full of the Holy Spirit. Then strive to establish a true relationship with him. You must choose to walk as one with a heart of thanksgiving and with an attitude of gratitude. Now, as you go forward into your new day, remember that this is your time. Be grateful to God for the generous deposit that he has made in and for your life. Pray often. Let gratitude and humility be your banner. Let thanksgiving be your words of praise. Know for yourself that Jesus, he is enough. As believers in the body of Christ, you also must know for yourself that Jesus is the answer and never the question. When you pray, seal your prayer within Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us today. Have a happy Thursday, everyone. Give someone a kind word, a hug, or a smile today. Do some random act of kindness just because you can and just because you know that Jesus loves and cares for you unconditionally. He dumped the garbage of our sins into the sea of forgetfulness and replaced it with his gift of love, joy, and peace through the Holy Spirit. Walk in it because the sacrifice that he made for you and for me God, he is the greatest gift giver of all, and you must know for yourself that he is. Hebrews 13.8 says, Jesus is eternally changeless, always, the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. I know in my heart and in my mind that Jesus is enough for me. How about you? Know that you are awesome and that Jesus loves you, and so do I. You have an awesome day and an awesome week in him. In Jesus' name. 
Amen. 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 Uh, powerful word. Um, we really um, pray that you are blessed by uh, True Life Ministries, power and glory, morning intercession. Uh, each fourth in the morning time with Naomi's word and with uh, intercessory prayer. Um, it is a labor of Christ. It is a labor of uh, of love. It is it is a labor in God in ministry. It does require sacrifice. And again, I always say, I don't take it for granted uh, when people. That is uh, Dr. Arrington getting up for um, Naomi's word and putting into it what she already previously had put into it to get it uh, from the Lord, as well as our pastors and our ministers inside of our churches. Uh, we dare not take it for granted because these things um, require sacrifice. It does not, it re- really, regardless of how much time. They put in, you know, it's all they had, and we pray, you know, that people do all before God long. We also realize that um, beyond the prayer time and beyond uh, the moment that he dropped a message to you, because I've, I've had it where I didn't get anything until I was walking up the sidewalk, literally, of, 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 the, of the church headed to the door. And then he dropped it, and I had to turn around and go back to the car. See, it's it's a matter of keeping the ear open. It's a matter of listening and waiting with God. It's a matter of dialogue with God. He is that prayer and 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 communication with God. It's that conversation that we have. It's where our heart is and where our mind is. And so, people put in time throughout their day, throughout their week, throughout the month and the year. To, to receive from God to be a blessing to someone else. And so I pray that beyond anything else that we can be, we want to be a blessing, you know. Amen, amen, amen. And I have been uh, trying to uh, share with you, uh, in addition to them as well, a small devotion, but uh, this morning I'm going to uh, forego that uh, devotional uh, reading, and I'm I'm just going to exhort uh, you to do what she she talked about this morning and be in prayer with God, be in communication with God, and hear Him. Um, sometimes it takes a minute for Him to speak, a little bit for Him to speak. You may not begin to speak quickly right after you. Uh, got done praying or, or 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 cut you off in the middle of your prayer. Uh, sometimes you just have to just be quiet, be still. And it should be all the time that you are still and you hear uh, the voice of God. But along with that, God has been um, reminding, and he does that, reminds us that, you know, you have the ability to come to him with anything, and making your request known unto God, you know, your petition, make it known unto him. But you also have the ability to, and he touched on that Sunday, repent for whatever 
because the Lord is different. Uh, man may look and say that someone steals, someone says, someone, whatever it is, um, knowing or willful uh, sitting. It's, uh, if we, you can look it up, you don't, um, if you need one to uh, tell you what's in it, go to Galatians 5, um, start at the 19th verse, keep reading, and you will find a list that will help you know what sin is. And you read that. Those are kind of uh, what you can classify as. But sometimes people just don't know what to classify. And you can classify that as willful. Uh, and then there are the, the ones, the sins that we may commit that um, they are unknowingly done. Um, you don't realize that you're sinning. You know, you, you got a little bit of upsetness so you're, you're harboring it. You know, the Bible says, anger but sin not. You also don't want to just hold on to things in an angry state for too long. Uh, what about tells us that not the sun go down upon your wrath? So you can be upset. Just don't let the sun go down upon your wrath. And if you do get mad after the sun go down, get rid of it as quickly as you can. Now, with all of that said, know that God grants grace and mercy. And I know I heard him say to you, no one has the right to rob anyone of repentance. So please know, even though we don't want to take advantage of grace, Galatians 6 chapter tells us that too. We do have that option. We do have it available to us. And we have the right, the ability through Christ to repent and move forward. And remember that that repentance is to never do it again now, or, or to, to turn around or to, to turn away from and, 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 and go forward. So we don't want to uh, be habitual with it. But don't be condemned over that either. If you feel that you've done it again, repent again and keep moving. Remember, Christ is not like man. Hallelujah. I hope you've been blessed by Naomi's word as well as that little touch this morning, that reminder. Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, I bless your name. You're such an awesome Savior, such an awesome wonder. Lord, we bless you for yet another day for allowing us to open our eyes according to your word, to live and move and have our being in you. You've allowed it, oh God. It is because of you. Because, God, there are so many who didn't open their eyes this morning. There are so many who wish that they could. There were those, oh God, who may have even taken their own lives, oh God. And in that moment, People want another day. I do believe today might be different for them. If they could come back and redo this day or relive inside of the earth of God, be able to open their eyes to see 
this day and do things a little bit differently. Stop for those who are in places right now, God, and you're hurting. Hallelujah, Jesus. And you're suffering inside of them. God, grant them the grace, oh God, to press forward, oh God. Grant them the grace to never give up. Never give up, oh God. Grant them, oh God, the grace and the knowledge, oh God, to know that tomorrow is another day. And oh God, anybody, anywhere, oh God, that wants to give up, let them know, remind them, oh God, tomorrow is a new day. Hallelujah. Don't take, hallelujah, any day for granted. Tomorrow. Is another day and things can get better. Don't take today. Hallelujah. And make a permanent decision over a temporary situation. God don't let them make a permanent decision over a temporary situation. I don't know who I'm praying for, God. He's got their mind in that place, and that's a hard place. That's a hard place. That's a painful place to be in. But, oh, God, people of our soul, God, watch that gate. Hallelujah, Jesus. And don't let them give up. And make, hallelujah, Jesus, a permanent decision over what is a temporary situation. And say, how long is drawn out? It's just a temporary situation. Hallelujah. So I pray for them right now that you would give them peace of mind, oh, God. That you would give them peace in the spirit, wherever they may be, oh God. And we come against the spirit of suicide. Hallelujah. We come against hallelujah. That high it, God. That low place, that hurting place, oh God. We come against everything that the enemy will speak in this hour as Christ to take advantage of, oh God, of where they are in that low place, oh God, needing somebody to lift them up, oh God, in spirit. God, I thank you that you would send somebody. Oh, God, to speak into their life, oh, God. They may not have to know, oh, God, hallelujah, Jesus, just what it is that's going on in their head, oh, God. But I thank you that you see somebody to speak to them and let them know that there is life, and there is life more abundantly. All they have to do is just stone living. Hallelujah. Don't try to become God and make their own decisions. Just keep on living. And don't make that permanent, hallelujah, decision over a temporary situation. God, I pray right now for those who have lost loved ones, oh God. I pray for the family of Frederick Singer, God. I pray for the family of Dietrich Hines, oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, I pray for their immediate family, and I pray for their extended family. God, I pray for their friends right now, God, who are hurting because they've lost such good people. They've lost such wonderful people, oh God who have impacted in a positive way community and the lives of others. God, I thank you. We know, oh God, that you are sovereign. And we don't always understand what you allow. Oh God, hallelujah. Hey God, hey God, hey God. And we are vision of God, oh God. And then you walk through, oh Lord, and the most beautiful ones are the ones you start, oh God. So, God, I thank you for the time, higher God, that they had in this earth, that they had, oh, God, to impact 
the lives of people that they had, oh God, to put a smile on your face, that they had, oh God, to impart into young people, that they had, oh God, to impart into people in general, even if it was just that time, oh God, it had an impact. And sometimes we don't know the positive impact that we have on people, oh God and leave this world without ever knowing the magnitude of the impact. But God, I say to you, what right now in the earth they're not able to say, thank you for their life. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you for that. God, anybody anywhere who has lost loved ones, oh God, whether it's the health issues, oh God, or this tragedy, God be with them in this hour. And in the days ahead, oh God, because they're going to need you. Oh, your God, give the heart the peace that it needs. God, I even pray right now in regard to infirmity, God, I pray for Sister Blake now, God. Hallelujah, Jesus, that you would touch her body. In the name of Jesus, from the top of her head to the sole of her feet, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, and that you would bring a healing, O oh God, that you would heal, heal, heal in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, restore, O oh God. Whatever is low in her body, God, multiply, hallelujah, restore, O oh God, hallelujah, heal quickly, O oh God, so that her life can get back the way it is, oh God, normal, hallelujah, Jesus, the normal, oh God, of her life. Let her get back quickly, God, for she is young, God. Hallelujah, for shaking her now, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, such a mighty God, you're such a wonderful Savior, and we give you glory, oh God. Even inside of what you're doing, oh God, in the earth, what you're allowing in your permissive will, oh God, and what you're doing, hallelujah, in your perfect will, oh God, hallelujah, because we know that all things will pick up for the children them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose, oh God, we thank you that you would remind us, hallelujah, consistently, God, remind us, hallelujah, that all things work together. For our good, oh God, and if somehow, some way, all the things that occur in our life are for our good. If only sharpen us, oh God, strengthen us, oh God, hallelujah, Jesus, make us better, make us stronger, and give us the ability in this race to run faster. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, I pray for every leader now, God. Hallelujah, whether you be the under-shepherd or those who hold up his hands, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus, who work with him, God, who serve with him, God, or her, oh God, and serve with them, work with them, oh God. I thank you right now for strength. Hallelujah, realizing that in this time, this is a critical time, that we are in, oh God, we realize it, oh God, we recognize it, oh God, and what the enemy is trying to do is cause us to fall away, oh God, 
But I thank you that you not allow us to fall because it is written, O oh God, that we shall stand. Hallelujah. We are chosen, O oh God. Hallelujah. We are chosen, O oh God. You decide to pluck us like a flower, O oh God, and let us leave the world. But, O oh God, you've got that remnant that is chosen, O oh God, for this final time, O oh God, for this hour, this critical time, O oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, we are a nation. I don't let us fall into that place where we go away to be remembered no more. Oh, God. But let us be inside this nation, even inside this world, oh, God. Soldiers that are yours, we are your army, God, and you're multiplying us. God, your word is true. There will be those that fall away. God, I'm praying for them now in the name of Jesus. Each and every one of us that we don't fall away, and there are lots of ways to fall away. So many ways to fall away. There is to backslide, and there is, hallelujah, to just give up, and there is to get so caught in something else that you don't realize that you're really not walking with God, and you're really not serving God, you're really not touching the lives of people, and you're really not, hallelujah, drawing to Christ, and you're really not serving, hallelujah, the way the world says, and you're really not walking in the example of Christ himself, oh God, there are a lot of ways for us all to fall away, but I thank you, God, that you've got your hand on us, that we not fall away. That we not forget why we're in this place. Hallelujah, Jesus. That we not get caught up with the things of this life and allow them to distract us. What our purpose is in you, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Because you've already written things. Sometimes we, the people, don't understand, oh God, why. You maneuver and you're making the choices that you're making, oh God, and while you're doing things the way you're doing them, oh God. But you do. You know what you want. And you know just how you want it, oh God. And we thank you, oh God, that you give us the peace. Now that you understand it to know that you are God. And whatever you want, hallelujah, is a perfect deal. Whatever you want is perfect. Hallelujah. And there is no way to cause it to be otherwise. Somehow, some way. God, it may not make sense in our minds, oh God, but I ask right now that you give peace to those whose minds it doesn't make sense in, oh God. Who are you, God? We as men make so many mistakes. Believing that we know what is right. And God, only you do. You make so many mistakes that alter the course of our lives and the lives of others because we believe that we know what's right. And when all we have to do with God is step back and let you be God and let you do whatever it is with God that you're going to do. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, and remind us that that's what we are, people. 
And what we do is follow him. Hallelujah. What we do, oh God, is worship him. What we were created for, to worship him. Hallelujah. And to be an extension of you. Help us remember. Hallelujah, God. I pray right now, God. Even for my pastor, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, O oh God. That the bread and the grace, O oh God, the favor and the strength that he needs to do what it is that he does, O oh God. Hallelujah. Sometimes we don't understand, O oh God. Hallelujah. The ways, hallelujah, the methods, O oh God. Hallelujah. Even sometimes the dialogue, O oh God. But you know, hallelujah, Jesus, you know what it is, O oh God. Each and every leader that you and for the people that you have migrated to those leaders. Only you know why you sent that group of people to each and every one of them, God. Because you gave from birth, oh God, hallelujah, even some conception. That particular leader, the man or woman of God, that particular leader, you gave them what they would need, oh God, to oversee the people that you would migrate their way, oh God, because in them lies that that person leaves, oh God. God, I thank you for the ones who plant, oh God, those that we come in contact with, and they plant a seed in our life. Hallelujah, God, and I thank you for those, oh God, that you send. Hallelujah, who pour the water to allow that seed to grow, oh God, and I thank you, oh Lord Jesus, for the increase that you give because of the obedience Hallelujah, of your servants who were willing to plant, who were willing to water, so that the increase could take place. Hallelujah, Jesus. Now we're not so heaven reminded that we're no earthly good. We're just reminded that we got to be good in the earth in order to get to heaven. Glory be to God. So that again, God, we're not so heaven reminded that we're not earthly good, God. So we are reminded that in the earth we must be good so that we can get to heaven. Hallelujah. We've got to impact the lives of people so that they can get to heaven. We've got to do what it is, God, to put us in the earth to do. Hallelujah. Your word says, go ye therefore and P-E-A-C-H. Teach all That is to make all aware of who you are, what you are, and why. Regardless of how you chose them, oh God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Each disciple that you chose, God. Even extending it with Paul. Only you knew why you chose each and every one of them, God. Hallelujah. Even the betrayal. Only you know why you chose each and every one of them for that life that you led in the earth, oh God. Leaving them behind as you ascended into heaven. You knew why you chose. Hallelujah, the betrayer. Hallelujah, the one who was attributed or or, or, or had a tendency for violence, God. The soft-hearted one, oh God. Hallelujah, who would stay with you even until the end. Hallelujah, when you took your last breath and then took care of your mother. God, you knew, hallelujah, why you chose every one of the others, the doubter. God, you knew why you chose them. You knew who they were when you chose 
but you knew they had a purpose because each and every one of us would impact the lives of somebody somewhere. And whereas this group won't accept it, that group won't respond. God knew that this one will be the one. The rest of them, are maybe not. They can't get to this one. It's just one right here. But I know the one who doubted can get to that one who is in doubt because they can tell them I too was in doubt. But let me tell you about a Savior. Let me tell you about God. God, you know why you choose each and every one of us. For whoever or whatever we are, we chose So we impact oh God. Let us, let us, let us impact oh God. Far and wide, nationwide, worldwide, let us impact oh God the way that you intended so that we can reach those of us that you intended for us to reach. I can reach oh God who Dr. Aronson can't reach. Dr. Aronson can reach God. Those that I can reach, God, my pastor can reach those God that I can reach. I can reach those that he can't do. God, you have a son. So, God, I pray for all these. But before I close, I ask right now that you would lift him up, oh God. Lift him up in spirit, encourage his countenance, even. God, where they look at him, oh God, hallelujah, put that, hallelujah, that God, put that peace, that unexplainable joy, God. Put it even on his face, not just inside. That's that hidden bit. But God, let it show. Let it show on the outside. Hallelujah, Jesus. We celebrate the light of the extension of him in the earth. But God, that was yesterday when the last day took place. God, I thank you for the same joy on today. In the name of Jesus, that he be able to celebrate life every day, that he'd be able to be happy, oh God, in this thing called labor every day. And even so with him, oh God, it could be the same for us. Let us be able to be joyful, God, and give us favor in the name of Jesus, that we be able to go farther in this thing, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. God, I close this prayer. Hallelujah, Jesus. And never leave in the office of himself, oh God. What a mighty wonder you are. Yes, oh God. This is the day that the Lord has made. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. Yes. This day is already dominated. And so are the days to come. And so we speak to them now in the name of Jesus. I don't care where you are. If there are clouds in the sky, it's going to be a bright, bright, sunshiny day. In the name of Jesus, as you go forth, dominating your day, don't forget to encourage somebody else some kind of way to do the same in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen, amen.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.